T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I think Green Day's coming in tomorrow. Green Day? This is not Green Day, but that's cool. Yeah. Green Day. I think, uh... Fallout Boys? Who's coming in tomorrow? <laughs> I don't know. You know everything, and we don't know anything. No, I think Green Day's coming in tomorrow. Green Day's coming in tomorrow? Yeah. That's big news. Yes. Yeah. Where's their fallout boy? <laughs> you should say that when they come in. No, I think uh, well, I'm friends with both. I forget who's coming in tomorrow. I thought I was talking to one of them about coming in tomorrow to surprise you guys. Well, the surprise has been blown now. Uh, maybe it's fallout boy. Let me double check. I was talking to both bands a couple weeks I'm ago. I'm sure they don't mind being confused for each other. No, they probably do. <laughs> <laughs> they probably do. I t- oh, boy, I'm having a senior moment, Evan. I'm having a senior <laughs> moment right now. I forgot who the hell I was talking to about coming in. Oh, yeah, I know who it is. Who was it? Yeah, I got Fallout Boy coming in here tomorrow. Fallout Boy. Yeah. Pete so, Wentz. So not Green Day. No, nah, Green Day's not coming in. Okay. No. I don't even know where they are right now. But I'm pretty sure, let me double check. I'm pretty sure I uh, I was talking to Pete a couple weeks ago, and he said he was going to be in New York, and I go, why don't you swing by? Big Mac's a huge fan, and we'll talk some sports, hang out. I think they're from Chicago originally, and it'll be fun. So I think Fallout Boy's coming in studio tomorrow anyway. You know any of their songs? I've heard of them, yeah. You've heard of them? Yeah. Can you know you how I listen to music. I hear songs. I'm familiar with but it. You have no idea and who then sings I don't it. know who sings it. And then I feel like an idiot, but I know the song. Like if you yeah. played Fallout Boy, I probably would be like, oh yeah, I've heard that a lot. You'd probably know it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. And then on May 2nd, you know, Train is playing at the Hulu Theater at the Garden. Are they coming in too? Uh, they're probably going to come in. At, yes. Yes. Probably. Yes. I think I'm off May 2nd. Uh, why would you take off? Because train's coming in? <laughs> no, it's a random oh, day speaking off. Speaking of thinking. taking off, I decided I'm going to uh, take a few three day weekends you know, before baseball season starts, but I'm going to do you a solid. What's that? If you're okay with it, because I don't want to leave you high and dry. No, I've been going through a million different I know, people. And I'm like, that's not weeks. cool. And I heard a lot of the shows, and they weren't any good. <laughs> so I, th- I thought. If I do take uh, Friday off, um, you gonna set I, me up with somebody? I, I, I probably should have thought about this. I told you off air, but sorry, that's the way it no, goes. No, it's fine. Oh, by the way, you want to hear who's opening for uh, Train on May second? We got. Uh, hold on, uh, they sent me this newest release. Deborah Gibson. Uh Deborah Gibson. Yeah. I'll help you carry <laughs> Anyway, um, is that Anthony, the yeah. famous Anthony? 
Anthony's, Billy uh, Weathers? Anthony's <laughs> going to uh, be opening for Train and uh, G-Love in the special As song. long as he says, and now I present to you my good friend, Train. 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 Or, or, uh, who's it? Um, uh, who is it again? Jewel. 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 My, my, Jewel. Dear, Jewel. Friend, my dear friend, Jewel. <laughs> Boy, yeah, yeah. you really are having a few senior moments. Anyway, uh, where was I? You were going to set me up with somebody. Oh, yeah. So... I may take a three-day weekend because I got to you know, use some vacation days up before baseball season starts. So a buddy of mine is going to be in town, and I was BSing with him, and he's like, you know what? I really have nothing to do on Friday. If Evan's cool with it, yeah, I'm in. Well, who's Thanks, the person? Scott, appreciate it, buddy. Like, is it somebody? I got my chapstick. I'm good. Like, who is it? Uh, you want to, we can play, you want to play yeah, a guessing let's game? let's play a game. Is it an athlete? No. Is it someone famous? Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Is it... A, poli- a political leader who it once not. ran a state. <laughs> no, it is not guilty. <laughs> no, it is uh, not. Is it an actor or an actress? Yes. Oh, that's four. Actor. Yes, five. Kevin Connolly. No, six. What other famous people do you know? A lot. You know so many famous people. I know. It's not Kevin Connolly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll just say this. Yes. Since I know... Boomer and Greg uh, were making fun that, you know, the two biggest celebrities I hang out with uh, or do our comedy shows with that show up are Cody Decker and Constantine Maroopoulos. <laughs> uh, it's not them It's either. not Cody Decker no, and Constantine. No, it's not either one of them, no. Uh, no. Was the person, like, on a show I watched or a oh. movie I've seen? So the person's been on a show and a movie. You, at some point, I know for a fact... You've seen the show? Okay. I can't say you liked it or watched it religiously, and I don't know if you watched the movie. So that's a tough one. Yeah, that doesn't help me. Yeah, it doesn't help you. Because I may have seen it. I don't know. I don't th- I'll give you a hint. Give me a hint. Born and raised in Brooklyn. Oh, nice. A New Yorker. Does that help you? Is, Is he a Yankee fan? Or a Die fan? hard Yankee fan. Oh, good. Die hard Nick fan. Oh, Jesus. Uh, and I'll give you the hint of all hints. Yeah is better known for the nickname he had on the TV show, and he is good friends with Kevin Connolly. Oh! Oh! Does that help? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Turtle. Turtle. <laughs> Jerry Ferrara. Jerry Ferrara. Ah. Yeah. If you guys are okay with it, I mean, I don't get it's your call. Yeah, he's a big sports fan. I see him on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I asked him if he would uh, fill in for me. Yeah, that'd be fun. And he was like, yeah, I happen to be in New York. I guess he's got a show coming up or something. He's doing PR for or whatever. And he's like, you're a big fan of the station, big sports fan, New York fan. He does a podcast on New York sports. Right. I'm like, yeah, I'll all ask right. Kevin. Bring him in. So if you're good with it. I think he roots for all the teams I dislike. I think so. I know I like. he's a Nick and Yankee fan. He's a Giant fan, too. I didn't know that. Yeah. No. But uh, you know, back in the day when he was turtle and single, there was a um, a situation. <laughs> what was the situation? Well, uh, you probably shouldn't bring it up to him because he's, <laughs> he's married, I think, with children now. Uh, yeah, but it's good for me to know the situation yeah, yeah, in I'm the back gonna, of my head. He did nothing wrong. Okay, I want to be clear about that. But me and Booms, <laughs> was, <laughs> we was at a giant game, and uh, at the, I guess it was uh, MetLife Stadium, right? Yeah. And a couple guys were there pregame. We're on the field messing around, and a couple guys, not him, went up to a gal that used to be Boomer's assistant many, many moons ago, and said, "Yo, what's up? Turtle wants to meet you." Hey, what's wrong with that? 
Turtle wants to meet you. That was his famous name. But it wasn't him. <laughs> like, he had, I want to be clear, he had nothing to yeah, do with it. Yeah, but that's what famous people do. That's what their friends do. Yeah, their friends go but, up and say, hey, but, do you want to meet so and so? But when you say, hey, Jerry would like to meet you, it was, yo, what's up? Turtle wants to meet you. <laughs> and he goes, I never even said that. <laughs> yeah, they were using his name so they could meet her. Oh, 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 I got, wait a second. Yeah. So it wasn't even like the guys were trying to help him out. He the guys were using dude, his name to try to. He was a star to... of Entourage. He didn't need any help. No, no, I didn't say he needed help, but Hollywood stars do that, don't they? I think their posse does Don't it. they say, hey, I'm not going over there the right. way a regular guy would. I have to go up to that girl in a bar. For someone famous, you yeah. tell someone else to go up to the bar. Look, it's calling. <laughs> I see it. My first guest is calling you. Hey, I'm on the air. Call you back in five minutes next break, okay? <laughs> All right, hold on. Uh, hold on. I'll have I'll have Tommy call you right now, okay? All right, hold on. Yo, Tommo, you got to call Connolly. <laughs> he's, he's listening right now. Well, I think I you figured. You have no? Call uh, Kevin O'Connor. As close as you guys are, I think I figured that for him to call you at this very moment <laughs> probably means he was listening a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was my first guest. Con- Connolly was a good first guest because Ivor knows that he and I are close friends. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. had him filling for me once, I think. Kevin has filled in for you. He's filled in for Boom. Yeah. Uh, he's obviously not in New York a lot because he lives out in California. And I know he's an Islander fan. And he is, he almost only a piece of the Islanders back in the day. Mm. Um... You have my you got, here. They're getting them up right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it'd be fun. Uh, my main man and my dear, dear loyal friend Kevin Connolly's on the line. KC, what's going on, buddy? What's happening, fellas? What's going on over there? What's up? What are you talking about? <laughs> so I, I, I'm taking a couple three day weekends before baseball season, and okay. I know Jerry's going to be in town. I said to Evan. If he doesn't want to work alone with a bunch of, you know, the hacks he's worked with here, Jerry's a big New York sports fan, does a sports podcast, Yankee fan, Nick right. fan, etc. I I reached out to him and said, hey, if you're in town, which I think he's going to be, would you like to sit in for me and work with Evan? And he's like, if Evan's good with it, I'm in. So I wanted to make sure everyone was good with it, but I made Evan guess who it was, and his first hey. guess was you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay, but then you started telling, what's the story from back in the day? So, it wasn't even Jerry. He had nothing to do with it, but Boom and I were at a Giants game at MetLife Stadium years ago. I think this, oh, is, oh, I yes. think this is right around the time that, you know, you had your incident with Al Dukes and we became friendly. And <laughs> a couple of Jerry's boys, and again, I want to be clear, Jerry had nothing to do with it. Right. Found right. Boomer's assistant was an attractive woman at the time. She's since married right. to a New York firefighter. They have kids. It's all good, right? And the guys went up to her and they go, yo, what's your name? Turtle wants to meet you. <laughs> and, and we he, have confirmation that they were with Jerry. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that got proven out in the mix later on. But, like, the okay. point is, I don't even think he was at the game. Yeah, I mean that's well. Well, that's what I was. I was gonna say. Like it really. Yeah, listen. Anybody's capable of anything. It really doesn't sound like right. Jerry would. Do. I agree a hundred percent. Has has anyone but, ever gone up to girls and said, "Hey, yo, E wants to meet you"? Yeah, Kevin. No, well, that would be a terrible <laughs> idea. That would be a terrible idea for them. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would. 
they got to so- add somebody else. You're better off with Piven. Uh, nobody wants to hang out with E. E, <laughs> e is a snooze fest. <laughs> By the way, very true. Very, very true. <laughs> um, how you doing, bud? I'm great. I'm great. By the way, Jerry be a great fill-in. He's a lot, dude. He loves it. He's like a crazy person with New York sports. It's nuts. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah I, I think he's on the opposite of uh, of you, Mr. Rock. Oh, good. Good. Now, which would be great because right. he's good. a Yankee fan, Evans a Met fan. He's a Nick fan, Evans a Net fan. So I just think right. hey, he's born and raised in Brooklyn, New York kid. Obviously, knows the fan well, and he said he's in to do it. So as long as Evans cool, I think it'd be great. Sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah, and he's and he's also got the knowledge too. Yeah, I'll, 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 be, I'll be listening. I'll be listening to that. I wish I could pop in one of these days, man. You know, the deal. So trust far. me, Craig's got plenty of vacation days. There'll be plenty yeah. of opportunities. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a lot everything. of vacation time, huh? Why well, I never take vacation. My family gets on me because I'm doing the two jobs now. So they're like, yo, if you could right. take a couple Fridays off, make it a three-day weekend before you, know, you get into Yankees and Mets, please do. So I'm like, all right, I'll do it. And so. now you're now you're like on-camera talent, right? So now you got well, not, you know, makeup, you know, whatever. Right. It's, a, it's a, lot, a lot more stressful. It's also why I don't call you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, everything everything is good out this way. Good. I just want, oh, my phone starts ringing. I get nervous. Right. Uh, you know, now, this, is, this is a good, this is a good result. Let though. me ask you this. Uh, I got friends, as you know, that live out there in your, uh, your neck of the woods. When you go outside Correct. last week, can you actually sneeze, see snow? And was everybody panicked about it or no? Let me tell you, um, 32 years I've been in L.A., and it is without question, hands down, the, the most brutal winter we've ever experienced. For sure. They got I mean, legit hell, snow. That's hell, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Up your car. We Chunks barely got that. That's yeah, crazy. crazy. Yeah. It's snowing. And it's, it's nuts. It's never even been, uh, even been close. It's and funny. The winds I, and, you know. A couple weeks ago, I told Evan the story that when we were down in Dallas for the whichever Super Bowl number it was in Dallas, now I'm not exaggerating, they got two inches of snow and the city of Dallas was in a, an outright panic about it. They had no salt for the streets. And they know plows. They literally had to go to Oklahoma and bring in tractors for plows and road salt. Two inches of snow. <laughs> well, you know, the other thing the other thing that happens in LA is that we go through such long extended periods without rain that the that like oil builds up on the road. So when it first starts to get wet, yeah. the roads are really slippery. So yes, everybody panics and they're used to they're not used to driving in it. But this was like very unique. It was it was, it was very super super strange. Yeah. I think it's starting to warm up. Warm up finally. Get the golf game going back. Uh oh. By the way, Ferrara and I are playing in the Jeter uh, uh, in the Bahamas. So oh yeah. I'm gonna be looking to take Ferrara down. Yeah. Yeah. Life very su- good. Life very sucks. Good huh? Life sucks. <laughs> life sucks. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> brilliant. Yeah, we're going to the yeah, Jeter I mean, Classic at Albany Club. Yeah, life sucks. <laughs> <laughs> in the Bahamas. Oh, no, we had the golf. Golf's been shut down for three weeks. Because of this weather, it's crazy. Uh, are you uh, doing the? Is Stafford's wife doing the podcast again this season? Kelly? No, I don't think so. No. I, I don't. I don't think so. We're you know we're uh, we're we're going, bro. We're going YouTube as well. We're we're starting. We're just going a, a, a whole a whole different direction. Oh, that's awesome! Um, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So we got some we got some good stuff. We're doing a live show actually in uh in on in April for the podcast, which is be interesting because you know it's still a podcast. So to do right. that live. We're doing it in Phoenix, April eighth. We'll, we'll see. So and who's see doing it? Who's, uh, who's doing it? 
Well, it's me, Dylan, Doug, and we got a special guest that we're going to announce. Oh, so a good you, one. You're going to do one. the uh, the Entourage podcast with video. That's awesome. Yeah, no, we're going to do it live. Yeah. So, live but uh, at, at are you going to are you going to sell tickets to make it like a studio audience kind of thing? Yes. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. We're doing it. We're, we're doing a, a live show. Because so. you guys did um, one from Long Island a couple years back, and people loved it. Yeah, we, no, we we did it. I mean, you know, I think it, it could have been better because that that's a big dude. The Paramount's a big spot. Yeah, it's a great you know? place. That's a thousand people. Like at the end of the day, we're just we're a podcast where nobody's funny. <laughs> you know. Well, if you, if you want I me mean, to MC it, I'll help you out. Galco, <laughs> yeah, it's like you know, I don't know. It's hard to entertain that many people. So this is a smaller room in Phoenix. So we'll we'll. Uh, we shall see. I wish I could tell you who the guest was. I'll, Craig, I'll text you. I'll text you about it. Later. Yeah, okay. Got a good, and listen, got a good uh, surprise. you take care of airfare and hotel. I won't won't charge you a nickel. I'll <laughs> MC it for you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, by the way, I may do that. I may hopefully it lands on one of your vacations. I'll make sure it works. <laughs> I'll make sure it works. Don't worry about that. We can work it out. Do a vacation weekend. Do a vacation Just make weekend. it. Uh, make it a Friday night or a Saturday. I'm in. It's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> How's All right, guys, enjoy. Everybody home good? Thank baby's so good? Much. Everybody's baby's great. Baby's going to be two. She oh, talks. Yeah. Got to watch what you say. She repeats, repeats things. Yeah. So, yeah, but it's a fun time. Awesome. Awesome. All right, I'll hit you on my way home tonight. Always good talking to you. Be All good. Right. All you right. guys are awesome. Thanks, Talk to you. All right, Kevin Connolly, uh, just a good, good dude and a very loyal friend. And, uh, ooh, who's the secret guest? Who do you think it is? <sighs> well, Tom Brady. Oh, he was, he was on an episode of Entourage. That's what I'm saying. And I'm sure Doug Allen's probably tight with him, the uh, creator. And he's very bored, and he loves attention. Put that together, boom, Tom well, Brady. I could see TB12 doing that, uh, too, because uh, he knows those guys. Yeah. There's already a relationship there. I know Tom's very busy taking care yeah. of the kittens, That's but right. I think he'll <laughs> make right. some time up to go do that. I don't know if you can leave kittens at home alone to do that. <laughs> that would be a tough look. <laughs> I'm trying to think who else. Mark Cuban would make sense. He did a bunch of episodes. Uh, Mark Cuban. But I think if he's teasing like a major guest. Oh, I, I think, think it's TB12. I think it's TB. I mean, that'd be the first guy Plus, I go to. he is, I say this respectfully to Tom Brady. Tom Brady's a whore, man. He just wants to be yeah, everywhere right I would now. think Tom Brady, because he's taking a whole year off apparently. Mm -hmm. Like, do you think he would say to them, what are you paying me? Or think he would just be like a good guy and go, I'd love uh, to do it. I think he likes the attention. You know what I mean? Like, I think he likes it. Like, he goes to that MMA event the other night, partially to see the fight, I'm sure. But I think the other part is I'm out and about. People are going to see me. He loves that. He really does. And he wasn't getting paid to go there. He yeah. went to an event. And plus, if you want to sell the event out, not that Kevin and Jerry and Jeremy and uh, Doug wouldn't sell it out. That's Tom Brady. <laughs> I mean, that's how Jim Gray pays his mortgage. <laughs> right? <laughs> By uh, living in Tom Brady's rear end, correct. All right, so I'm going to tell Jerry you're good with it, and uh, that'll be that. Sounds like fun. All right, uh, good. Takes me off the hook. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Here's uh, Brian in Livingston. Brian, what's going on, buddy? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, yeah, big fan. Former intern, actually, at WFAN. Oh, yeah, what, uh, what show did you intern on? <laughs> so I was out in, uh, like, it's just out in the, what do they call it, the bullpen, the the production side, working... Uh, oh, with Zach and those guys? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Back, you know, when Ernie was there, oh. obviously we were in the morning. Nice. So, uh, you know, good All time. Right. All good right. Time. Well, what do you got? But anyway, listen, I can't wait for Turtle to, to co-host with you, Evan. I, I played in a basketball league in the city down on 14th and 1st, the 6 a.m. league, really great league. 
I show up one time, Turtles there. I'm telling you, there's never been in all my days of playing someone call an offensive foul until Turtles started playing. <laughs> Did he dance uh, like I, Emmanuel quickly when he wanted the call? <laughs> Pointing the other it, way? That, I, I could not believe it. Like Interesting. I, I, I'm telling you. And, and then a week later, I'm with my cousin who, who doesn't play in our basketball league. He, he plays up in the Upper East. And I tell him, oh, last week, showed up to the 6am league, played basketball with Turtles. He goes, oh, man, we can't stand when he comes down. So, <laughs> I'm writing this down, by this the is way. character assassination. Yeah. Is I'm writing this, this down to give him a fair shot to defend himself. So yeah. Turtle calls and, offensive and fouls. If I may, if I may. playing hoops with I'm going to suggest you call him Jerry. Yeah. Well, I'm not. Yeah. You're the one who keeps calling no, him that. I haven't said Turtle And yet. so did Brian. Brian's Brian called guy. him that. Yeah. I'll call him Jerry. Uh, I, I would hope so. It's I'm writing down name. a list that he calls offensive fouls and people playing hate playing basketball with him. Well, Which but, is tough for me to bring up considering my jump shot is yeah, broken. I would but say, I'll still bring it up. I would say just in the moment of what you put out on social media this week. I can't talk about this. I would say, you know, the way a guy plays pickup hoops is not a place for you to go. <laughs> In the moment. In fairness, yeah. I'm not calling fouls while I'm playing. Yeah, well, I mean, it seemed like you were. <laughs> yeah, and every child uh, that I grew up with uh, in the uh, mean streets of the Bronx would do the same thing. We'd all go outside by ourselves, play basketball, and we'd uh, do uh, Marv Albert, you know, uh, announcing the games, and if we missed a shot, what would we do? And he got fouled! And the foul! <laughs> exactly right. By the way, I just read a story that is up our alleys. Half of it's my alley, the other half's your alley. All right. And I am fascinated to see what you're going to say about this. Okay. And this comes from CNBC.com. Mm -hmm. The WWE, that's my interest, are in talks with state gambling regulators to legalize betting on the match results. Yeah, you can't. Bro. You can't. Bro. You can't. Bro. Bro, I mean, what? you can't. But they're, they're trying to. It's like betting on whether or not Tom Cruise saves the day in Mission Impossible 9. You can't. WWE is working with Ernst & Young to secure match results so they won't leak to the public. And they're talking to state gambling re regulators thus far in Colorado and Michigan can't happen, to ever. legalize betting on scripted match results, can't. sources say. How can you bet on something that's scripted? Can I counter you? Please. You can bet on... MVPs, that's a vote. Well, Someone knows the okay, result well, let me before ask you. you. All right, that, now there's two different things here. Go so ahead. let me just break it down. Mm -hmm. There are some states that allow you to bet on the Oscars, the Grammys. Not scripted, but the results are known by kind a finite amount of people. Kind of the same. Similar, but different in that it sits in an envelope, X number of people have seen it. The, and that should not be allowed either. I'm not picking on the WWE. Okay. Okay. If there's something that there are people who know the outcome prior to the event, you cannot let people wager so, on it. So WWE is claiming in this that the wrestlers will no longer know the match result until hours before the match, but and still, that it's going to be the same thing where very and, and few people like know the result. I, you tell me, because I can't speak to wrestling as well as you guys can. I, I, I imagine the top 1%, Roman Reigns made a boatload of money, I'm sure. I'm sure there are wrestlers that don't, right? Yeah. So if you're one of those wrestlers, I'm just playing out. And maybe you got a uh, tough time financially or bad investments or whatever it is. And three hours before the match, you're in that room. And, yeah, sure, you sign a confidentiality order, whatever, whatever. And you know that, you know, Joe Jablinski beats Roman Reigns. Or pick any wrestler, doesn't matter to me. That guy, it's not that hard for that guy to reach out to someone to reach out to someone to go make a wager on that information. 
And I'm not picking on WWE. Uh, I respect the fact that if you gamble on it, more people will watch it. Makes it even more popular. That's exactly you, what they're going for, you bro. You cannot allow wagering on a scripted event. So, it's like crazy so, talk. So right now, offshore, obviously not legal, they have wrestling lines. That's crazy. And me and Lugie try to avoid it because those wrestling lines tell us the results. Like, a guy will be favored at minus 550. You've seen it. Yep. And when those things are out there, we're pissed because we want to be surprised. We know it's scripted. We know it's a TV right, show. Right. But how do those offshore offshore lines, yeah. how do they get like that? They obviously have some kind Someone, of inside somebody information. Somebody is providing them the information. Now, do you trust Ernst yeah. & Young enough, because I know they're part of the NBA lottery and protecting that, yeah. where they're going to be able to protect the results enough no. where stuff like that's not going to leak out? This is not a knock on Ernst & Young, but if one person knows, it's one person too many. And you have everybody in the WWE executive office would have to know, secretaries, janitor might see a piece of paper, God knows how many executives sit in a marketing room saying, what's best for us for the next intercontinental belt championship, whatever it is, right? Gunther. Then you have the, you know, Fox broadcasts it. Yeah. Do they know the outcome? Are they made privy to it? No. Does and the wrestler tell his family members, I'm going to win the championship yeah, on Monday? No, no, but what they're going to do is, here's what they're saying. They're not going to tell the wrestlers till an hour before Doesn't the match. But writers know, producers know, like Craig said, you have to know. It's not like Vince or Triple H is the only person that knows. Because I don't know how this works. When, when you have a big uh, Friday night event, what, you know, the Intercontinental, what, I don't know what it's called. I apologize. Friday night Smackdown. Smackdown. Yeah. All right. I imagine, like any other production that there's a script involved, mm -hmm. and the guys have to know, like, he's going to suplex me, he's going to climb the Every match is different, just to answer that. Not every match is fully scripted. Sometimes just the wrestlers kind of know, and they talk to each other in the ring to kind of figure out what they're going to do next. So the matches are not scripted. Uh, I thought like every move no. was scripted. No. Got it. No. Just the, uh, hey, we need you to fight for 23 minutes, right. the timing, and then you're going to win. And maybe a spot or two, and the results. Yeah, but if they're going to keep the results private, and this is WWE's argument, what's the difference between that and the Oscars? What's the difference between that and these other award shows yeah. where some places, not a lot, can't do it in New York, by the way. Right. Can't bet on the MVP in New York. You can in New Jersey. Right, but in New York you can't. I know, and you shouldn't. I, I understand. The other question is, if I'm your know, FanDuel, I wouldn't take that action. Why? At the risk that people know the outcome. I wouldn't expose myself like that as a casino or a book. F that. But I wouldn't allow it. But DraftKings takes the Oscar thing. And DraftKings so has difference? lost $9 billion in the last two years. On the Oscars? The, and they're this close to being insolvent. But on the Oscars? I don't, is I that the reason? That. No, no, I'm, I'm just asking. I say because, maybe they're so desperate, they'll take wages on anything right. because they're a sinking ship right now. Right. But WWE, WWE, they are smart because they know the truth. They know that yeah. if people are able to bet on it, more eyeballs are going to watch it. By the way, on the WWE side... I get it. Yeah. It's not stupid. It's actually contrary. It's smart. Yeah. Because like you just said, more people be interested because now I can make money on it. Or like, if you did like fantasy wrestling where I draft like 10 wrestlers and based on how they do, I win uh, points. Stop, time out for a second. Please tell me that doesn't exist. I'm saying if it did exist, but you would get people to watch. But I, I would do hold it. On. Evan would do it. But, but I? But of course. Don't put me in that Hold on bucket. a second. Does it exist? I'm sure there are, there are a, fantasy wrestling leagues. I'm sure there are a group of you know guys that live with their mom that do that. I would do it. Evan would do it. <laughs> He's taking shots, but uh, it would be pretty awesome. I'm not gonna lie. So if there were, you could wager money and you create like on this Friday night. I did a commercial for it this morning. It's like the Intercontinental belts up on the line this Friday night. I think 
All right, yo, SmackDown Jackson Friday. Jackson number one contendership for the Intercontinental title. Okay, <laughs> so, you know. Just, just saying. So if you, I don't know how many fights there are in a car. I'm saying for a full year. Like for the full oh, year, I have Roman Reigns. I have Randy Orton. I have this guy. And based on how they win? do. Exactly. That, I mean, I got to tell you, I love wrestling. That is lame. So you don't have to know the results. You've it doesn't really so impact. Oh, stop it. Yeah, Evan saying it's lame is like me saying I don't like ice cream. <laughs> yeah, uh, Okay. You'd be, you'd have I mean, maybe teams. I'd try it once just to see. <laughs> ah, yeah, you would. Just to see. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be the downfall of Evan Roberts. Where'd all your money go? Damn, Roman Reigns <laughs> lost. I can't believe he lost. I mean, whoever thought that was going to happen? <laughs> I didn't see that coming at all. In the meantime, I just money line Nick opponents and cash out. That's what I do. What's up? When did you cash out? I'll tell, exactly. don't mind me asking. I'll tell you exactly, because Lugie's upset with When me. they first got the lead? When the Hornets went up by two, right. I cashed out. Now, to remind you, the Knicks tied the game back up. And then the three came. And then the Hornets went up three. I did it as soon as Charlotte took their first lead by two. I cashed out. And uh, I texted Lugie, uh, cashed out. How much? What X? I doubled my money. So two X. Yeah, double hey, my money. By the way, I, and, I've, and you cashed out. And I cashed out. You didn't get greedy. Now, no. you would have won, of course, but you took the money no, no. And went home. Now, in fairness, I also... Bet the Rockets money line and never cashed out, and I lost. How'd that work out? Oh, great, because the Nets won. Okay. No, no. So That's got, a win for me. You bro. hedged against your own team, which you typically do. Yes. For emotional reasons. Yes. But uh, you're a net winner because you made double your wager on the money line for the Hornets. Thank you, Charlotte. Thank you, Gordon yeah, but, Hayward. And I always, the only reason I'm even acknowledging this is because, thankfully, you have finally become more disciplined. And if you can double your money, I don't care if it's a $5 better, or $100 better, more. If you can guarantee the double, don't be greedy. Pigs get slaughtered. Oh, absolutely. Walk away. That's and, one of my and, downfalls in blackjack. It wasn't enough to win right. X amount of dollars. Oh, I can win more. I've won more. Once you win it once, I can win it again. Walk away. And look, even though the Knicks ended up losing, so yes, technically I could have won more, that's a freaking win, man. It's yeah. a win. And I, I said it last night on the show. I said, bet the Hornets money line. I advised you, Nick fans, what would happen. You're welcome. Hopefully you listen to me. If not, you just lost to a bad team at home, and your winning streak is kaput. Oh, Sorry. Yeah, you blew a 16-point lead yeah, that's a in bad, the first half. That's a bad loss. To that man. bad team at home. Oof. Oof. Ah. Oh, that's bad. Ooh. Ugly. Ooh yeah. I saw this one guy on Twitter I follow, at Nick Central, he's like a big Nick fan. Yeah. He actually tweeted at halftime, Did I'm he, bored by this game. Did he get a try on too? <laughs> Not yet. Uh, Take a few more vacation days, he may. <laughs> Nick Central's like, I'm bored by this game. The win's in the books. And I was like, oh. oh that's a kiss of death. Oh, dude. hey, how you doing, Nick Central? You can't cut up the joint with what that doing? crap. What are you doing? It's a wrap. That's a wrap. Come, Come on. on, man. First off. Take the Knicks out of it. It's basketball. Look, look the Celtics blew a 28-point yeah. lead against the Nets. Right? Right. I mean, the Houston Rockets beat the Spurs by 30. You love that one for some I reason. I do, because I hate Greg Popovich. Why? Because he's a bully. And I hate yeah, bullies. But what about as a coach? He's an all-time great yeah, coach. Yeah, but he's, this is one of the great examples. And this is not germane just to him. Sure. He's a great coach when he has great players. Who hasn't? Uh, that's what I'm saying. It's not just him. But the notion of, oh, my God, he's the greatest coach ever. He doesn't have a lot of talent. He's an embarrassment. Hey, hey I, just a real quick question. Without getting into the weeds yeah, on yeah, this, yeah. just answer the question. Who's yeah. the greatest head coach in the history of basketball? Go. Pat Riley. Okay. That's fair. That's all I got. That's fine. My first answer is Popovich. Uh, I got to tell you, I'd argue it. He's done a lot of winning. I don't, I'm not taking away. Pat Riley always had great talent when he won. Yeah. Phil Jackson had great the, talent the, when he I won. I could use the same of argument course. against Pat. But you know what? I don't like Greg Popovich so, <laughs> because he's a bully. And he mistreats young reporters just starting. 
and he acts like, you know, the sun sets when he goes to bed, and it, and it pisses me off. Yeah, but I'm not arguing if he's a good guy or not. And I'll say this. He's such a good coach. They've got, what, 14 wins this year. Yeah, they're yeah. terrible. Great coach. Yeah, he, I think he's he gets doing the best out of no talent. I think he's yeah. actually doing his job this year, if you know what I mean. Yeah, he's getting Wamba Yama or Scoop. He's doing exactly what happened many years ago. Yes, to get David when Robinson. They ended up Tim with Duncan Tim Duncan. Together. That's right. So David Robinson sat out, and then was there a game where Dave Robinson went for 100 and didn't get it? 100? Yes. Look it up. There was a game. They tried to get David Robinson to break Wilt's record. And it, they pretty much announced that they were doing it. It was not a secret. The, the and night, they had 88, maybe? The night David Robinson took the 1994 scoring title from Shaquille O'Neal, the Admiral dropped 71 in the final but, game of the but, season. I watched, That's was, probably what you meant, right? Because they were was, trying to get him the scoring title. It was a title. late season game. Yeah, yeah, this is it. Yeah, and they won, but the goal, I, never, I forgot that the it goal was, was the, the scoring, scoring title. title. Yes. I thought he was trying to break Wilt's record. Spurs coach John Lucas had the team feed Robinson the ball even when he was double and triple team for much of the 44 minutes he played. Robinson scored 71 points against the Clippers, and he was doing it to try to All right, so it wasn't get the a scoring break title. Wilt, it was for the scoring title. Yep. Which he got, yeah? Yep. Did, he, did he beat Shaq that year? Robinson made it difficult for Shaq, who needed to score 68 points against the New Jersey Nets <laughs> to take back the title. Uh, the Magic Center, he was on Orlando at the time, dropped 32 points and he finished slightly behind David Robinson. Yeah, I don't know why I remembered it as some triangle for Wilt. No, no, you're, you're actually right. Forget the Wilt thing. You're right about what they were doing. Yeah. Because it pissed off purists. Robinson's teammates, and I I, I apologize for getting this because I brought this up about Wilt. Wilt's record's Fugazi. The 100-point game is they were fouling on purpose to get him the ball back. Well, guess what? Robinson's teammates began fouling Clipper players on purpose to get the ball back quicker, even though the Spurs were blowing the Clippers out. There you go. So they were doing the exact same tactic that was pulled with Wilt years earlier yeah. to get him to 100 points. There you go. Fugazi. I can only imagine those talking heads on TVs like the Craig Cartons and the Skip Baylesses. Their heads would explode from something like this. Well, unless it was a Nick. But yes, that, that, <laughs> that's correct. That's correct. All right, eight seven seven three three seven sixty six. One, one last thing, because yeah. I think this is good. The head coach of the Magic at the time was Brian Hill. Yeah, that's right. And he said we certainly wanted Shaq to win the title, but what we didn't do was make a mockery of the game like they did in Los Angeles with go. the Spurs. Now that was not Popovich; it was Lucas. Yep. But uh, yeah, I for some reason thought they wanted him to get a hundred. I don't know. All right. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network. From big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. Carton and Roberts on the fan. Looks like we're inching closer to Aaron Rodgers maybe becoming a New York Jet. I know it's got everyone all pumped up. Why don't you smile about it there, buddy? That's all good. 
Why don't you smile? Why don't you put a smile on your face? This is exciting, man. This I'll is happy. Happiness. Because I think we'll be here for two years. Yeah. I do not think we're going to win a Super Bowl in those two years. And then two years from now, I'm going to have to sit here with you, yelling and screaming about who the next quarterback should be. If I'm, they... little, I'm frankly tired of okay. it. Okay. And I respect that. And here's my counter to you. Mm -hmm. I was reading Derek Carr's contract breakdown. I was reading Daniel Jones's contract breakdown. Okay, go ahead. They both are basically gone after two years. Two years, seventy million for Carr, and two years, eighty-two million for Jones. But the way the contract is written, the Giants are either going to rework the deal or he's gone. So this is a two-year commitment the Giants have made to Jones. It's a two-year commitment the Saints have made to Derek Carr. And for the Jets, it would be a two-year commitment that Aaron Rodgers would be made by the Jets. So what's, I don't understand you complaining. I'm so confused by you. Usually you're the one lecturing me for being too negative. Yeah. And here the Jets are on the verge, it seems, yeah. of acquiring a guy that doesn't guarantee them anything but gives them a shot. And you're whining like a baby. Wow, wow, wow. Why? Just, uh, for a lot of reasons. I don't think we're going to win with him, number one. Number two, I don't understand why he'd want to leave the NFC to come to the AFC. Doesn't matter. Kept that second part out. Uh, Doesn't matter. And, and number three, among many other reasons as well, I it's, you know, at this stage of my life, Evan, mm-hmm. I don't like hypocrisy. Oh, goodness. I don't. Oh, my God. This I strong. have a problem with a certain level of hypocrisy. Who am I working with? And let me just walk you through what I'm talking about here. I think it's quite obvious, but for those that are not following the bouncing ball, my man has spent a good portion of two years of his life railing against Johnson & Johnson. Oh, here we go. The vaccine. Yeah. The vaccine. So hold on. So Johnson & Johnson, along with Pfizer and Moderna, <laughs> are uh, are the devils on this planet. Oh. They're putting poison in our bodies. Oh How God. dare they do that? They will rue the day. I hate everything about them. Shame on them. But when the owner of Johnson & Johnson swings by your home in Santa Monica, wherever the hell he lives, Santa Barbara, Santa Monica, Malibu, whatever it might be. And he's uh, dangling, oh, I don't know, $100 million in front of you. All of a sudden, all your principles that you claim to stand by go right out the window. Yesterday, I hated Johnson & Johnson. Oh, what's that? You might as well get in bed with Saudi Arabia. Oh, I hate Saudi Arabia. Here's $100 million. I love Saudi Arabia. You're desperate, but creative attempts to somehow throw cold water on a future Hall of Famer coming to the Jets is mind-numbing. Woody Johnson's basically the crown prince of Saudi Arabia's (laughs) uh, sports wealth fund. Yeah. But much like Phil Mickelson That's right. and much like many other golfer out there, Aaron Rodgers is going to make a deal with because the devil. Because we all have a price. Of course we do. Well, I have a it. price. You have a price. Yes. We all do. That's correct. And so I don't think Aaron Rodgers needs to show his stand against the vaccine but he already by did. saying no to Johnson and Johnson. He didn't get the jab. That's all that matters. I've been immunized. No, you haven't. Well, whatever. I hate Johnson and Johnson. Is that Woody on the phone? I love Woody Johnson. Would it make you feel better if Aaron Rodgers came out in the next few days, probably with McAfee, and says, look, I met with Woody just to tell him face-to-face that I hate your vaccine and yeah. I hate you. Yeah, would that you make you feel better? Uh, it would make you more real, but you know we didn't do that. And I'll tell you something else. That McAfee thing comes to an end if he becomes the Jet quarterback. Why is that? Because New York Jet fans are not going to tolerate it. <laughs> Green Bay Packer fans tolerate it because they're slow. 
New Yorkers are not going to wait for Pat McAfee to interview the starting quarterback of the New York Jets to hear what's going on. And no disrespect to Pat, uh, it's a great relationship and thing they do. I can tell you right now, the Jet fan would not like that. They wouldn't like that? The Jet fan would say, F that, you talk to us. What time do you think he's coming on with us during he's the week? He's not coming on with us because our station doesn't have the rights to the Jets. Oh, we could pay Aaron some money. By the way, if, I you, can take if, him to a few if the guy's making $50, 60000000 million a year, is he really going to sign up for twenty grand to talk to me and you? No, but you know what he would sign up By for? By the way, Eli Manning did. That's true. You know what Aaron ah. would sign up for? Yeah. Section 318 at City Field. I'll even give you the Howie Rose bobblehead. Yeah, that's right. Let's wants. go. Yeah. Come on. Da- hey, all I know is I'm doing my part. It ah. may not be enough, but I'm trying. What do you mean? You're trying I'm, tra- I'm offering my med tickets. Whatever he wants, I want him to be comfortable because I, I want him here. The last want to know why? Because he gives the Jets a chance yeah. to win. But the last time you were like this, it was Kevin Durant, Kyrie yeah. Irving, yeah. and then you you came around to Harden because you knew it was happening. You couldn't avoid it so, after the fact. Fair sue enough. me. What do you want yeah. me to say? Then it was old Jacob Degrom. Yes. Then it was Scherzer and Verlander. Got no choice. Hasn't worked out yet, but let's keep taking our shots. I'll keep plugging away. You damn right. I'm you not going to give up. And then the Islanders signed. Uh, was it Patrick Kane? <laughs> You're all excited about that. And you got Tappard Austin, Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff happening around here. Just By the way, because. Have the Rangers won since they got Patrick Kane? They no. play the Canadians tonight. Uh, they so haven't they, won a game yet. They should win. Well, they, they haven't played that many. Oh. It's not like they've lost six well, in a row. How lost, many have they lost? Two, two. I think. Oh, that's it? Yeah. yeah. Still on with two big win by the Islanders last night. Oh, yeah, I saw it, yeah. Against. Jablonski had the game winning goal. A, a city used to working. Uh, that I worked in, they played the uh, Avalanche. No, they played the, the Phillies. Nope, they played the Flyers. Nope, they played Sabres. The... Yeah, you go. It's my guy right there. My hockey guy. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, all due respect to Marv Albert and, of course, the great group of men and women that do the hockey here. Greatest hockey announcer of all time on radio, Buffalo Sabres legend Rick Jenneret. Hmm. He's probably dead. Uh, okay. And Marv doesn't do it anymore, just to let you know. When did that happen? <laughs> Is that Brendan Burke get that? <laughs> he does the Islanders. Brendan Burke does Yeah, He's good. What about uh, Kenny King? He's good. Kenny he, King? He was the high-pitched voice guy. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. King, King. I think he still does yeah, the radio. Yeah. Islanders score! Islanders score! Good dude, though. Really yes. good dude. Yes. And then he had the gal with the Devils who got fired. Shelly Ross? She, she was really fired. Shelly yeah, Ross. Yeah, she Shelley didn't Ross. get fired. Yeah, she did. She's been gone for two years. Yeah, I don't think she got fired. She probably didn't want to do it yeah, anymore. Yeah, okay. Well, you don't think people just leave their jobs? They always have to get fired? Yeah, John Sterling. People always leave their jobs, Susan Wallman. That happens all the time. <laughs> what is that? Sweeney Murdy. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what are you talking going? about? What is happening? Yeah, I've decided um, I don't want to work anymore. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And Sherry's a wonderful woman, too. Yeah, I know. I got to know her a little oh, bit. Okay. I think she was a writer, wasn't she? I think she started as a writer. I think she was a hockey writer. One of the women that made it up to the NHL broadcast booth, and I thought she did a great job because she—I don't know hockey. She, uh, I learned. Mm -hmm. So when you broadcasted your games, you studied her work because you broadcasted hockey. Remember? So I listened to as many hockey broadcasts as I could. Mm -hmm. To be fair, and not to lie to you, I wound up listening to a lot more Doc Emmerich. Right. Than anybody. I mean, because I thought he was the right guy. If you're going to emulate, at least or learn like the phraseology. But at the end of the day, Evan, I can only be me because everybody else is taken. 
So I did, and uh, the guys I'm sure will play momentarily, some of my brilliant hockey calls oh, from yes. that Penguin Islander game. I can't wait. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I'm now uh, one of a handful of men in the history of New York City that have done a New Jersey net game, a Brooklyn net game, and a New York Islander game. Wow. Professionally. <laughs> Even Iron Eagle never did that. <laughs> Lenny's shot is blocked in front by the rear end of Hornquist. He was on the ground. The puck hit him in the ass. <laughs> That's my favorite call. And he way. scores. Top shelf where Pamela Anderson has spent a million dollars. I like the ass. first one. For the the yeah, first the one hit him in the ass. It hit him in the ass. Nelson cross ice pass over to Bailey. And Bailey shot and stopped. Clutterbuck takes the shot and scores. It's Johnny Boychuk. My little Boychuk. You've done it in Brooklyn. And the Islanders take a 1-0 lead. Just saying. Pretty good at play-by-play. Play the rest of them. Yeah, what else you got? Andrew Ladd sends it in front. And the Islanders score. Casey Zizekas off his stick. Into the net, and the Islanders, no! How do you like me now? Take a 3-0 lead. Bailey with it. Bailey to Tavares. Tavares in front. Shot from the point from Hickey. It's a goal! How about that? My voice went. The goal went. It counts with 26.6 seconds to go. The New York Islanders. Take a four to three lead. It doesn't seem like you scream a lot. It's exciting. It's no, hockey. I'm just not making an observation. What's more exciting than our regular season hockey? <laughs> On three. Oh. Moses, he's done it again. Oh, God, I hate that one. I'm sorry. <laughs> no offense to you. I hate that one. Why, because you hate Darren Williams? I don't like Darren Williams. Keep him going. A lot of they people I don't it. like, by the way. Goes to the glass, leaves it for Lopez, who slams the lotion into the basket. I'm good with that one. That was a good one because he sounds like the key guy. for three. Hello, <laughs> la la la. Have you figured out which Yankee game we're doing this year? Um, no, <laughs> no. I'd love to though, I think we're airing a Yankee game next Friday afternoon. That should be the one we do. Right? You know, I have talked to the Yankees about becoming the uh, TV voice of their broadcast. Yeah, yeah, we have <laughs> we have had some conversations. And where those conversations go? Uh, they went like this. Uh, we know you're interested. How would you be able to do? I'd say you have nothing else. That's all. No more. How would you be able to do? Yeah, three jobs. Could you pull that one off? Because uh, you've already got no. two, and you've managed it. Even though you take some days off, but that's okay. Could you manage a third? I mean, yeah, I I'm, I could. But I would be like a hermit. <laughs> I'd have no family or anything else or time for anything in life. And you hate watching baseball. Imagine having oh, to watch it. That, and that's the problem with baseball. Like basketball and hockey, the action's nonstop, essentially, well, right? Not, no, no, no. Ball never stops moving. Craig, with all due respect, you're actually wrong now. Because you, and I don't blame you, I love you, not blaming you for this, you have not watched spring training, and that's okay. The pitch clock has Wait, revolutionized baseball. Spring training, it started three weeks ago. Yeah, but they haven't started playing games yet. Yes, they have. When they start playing games, I'll Darren Ruff went 0 for 2 yesterday. Oh. Aaron Judge played left field, I think, today. Like, it's happening, and yeah. baseball's a different sport. In fact, last night I may have woke up to watch the WBC big matchup between uh, Cuba and... Uh, the Netherlands. The Netherlands? Yeah, I was all over it. And boy, game's unwatchable. Four Without a pitch clock, the game is... I'm sorry. Oh, if you don't believe in the pitch clock, go watch the WBC. It'll remind you. Uh-huh. You need the pitch clock. 
So baseball's different for you, Craig. You're going to have a great time this year. Here's the 2-2. Ground ball to short. Volpe has it. Easy throw to first, one away. Phenomenal call. I mean, Anytime you say Volpe, he gets very phenomenal. <laughs> he loves Excited. that. You had him at shortstop. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Because yeah. Well, I can't name anyone else. <laughs> Wait a second. I don't the one have guy to. you oh. can name is Volpe? Here's the uh, here's the 2-2 from uh, Garrett Cole. Sharp grab ball up the middle. IKF to his left. He's got oh, over the first. Do that. Do and there's two away. What a nice piece of uh, leather there. Uh, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know this is so new to you. When baseball starts, and Craig, I got to defend you. He watches the sport. He, he pays attention when he has to. He doesn't have to right now. When he watches baseball for the first time on opening day, Yankees-Giants, First, you're going to be pissed, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. You're going to say, crap, we're going to be on the air by 345. I think we're off that day. <laughs> and then you're going to say, wow, this is moving great. Like, you were in for such a shock when you watch your first baseball game. Yeah. I want to be why? next to you. You mean speed-wise? Yeah, it's moving. Every it's game moving is like two and a half hours moving? Yes. It's at oh, 225. Right? Yes. yes. You know what really impacts in, in our profession? And uh, those guys must be saying themselves, damn it. Like, if you do nights or overnights here, you know, when the Yankees play or when we used to have the Mets, obviously, you kind of get a freebie. It's like, oh, come on after the game. Game starts at 7. It'll go to 10.30. You know, a half-hour post-game show. Worst case, I'll go 11 to midnight. Easy one-hour show. After a game, I got the whole audience sitting in the cars in, in traffic. I'll do an hour of Yankee talk. I go home. I get paid the same amount. It's great. If the games are literally taking two and a half hours. Yep. Now you're going on a 10. <laughs> yes, I and know. you're like, son of a bitch. <laughs> See, we're going to be excited about those Yankee day games. We're going to get on earlier. Oh, it affects us, too. Yeah, all those Yankee day games, bro. I told you I never liked that pitch clock. We used to get on at 5.30. Now we're going to get on like 4.15. So a 1 o'clock game will be over at like 3.45. Yeah. Ballpark. You know, Sweeney does like a 45-minute post Sweeney game. no longer, uh, he got a job with yeah. MLB. He doesn't do the Yankee post When did that happen? You mentioned no, it I like just, 10 no, minutes ago. No, I he just wasn't doing the reporting. No, he's not doing the post game. He's got a good gig at MLB, though. Oh, good for him. Yes. Who's doing the post game? I still don't think they've announced it. Why don't you do it, Big Mac? I have not. Oh, here we go again. Yeah, here we go. I'm We've saying, had this conversation. You're a diehard Yankee fan. Hey, I'll be I back. Am. Can you go apply for the job you've applied to five it. times already? Yes. Have you applied And then yet? you know what? I'm going to ask you for advice on the demo, <laughs> and then I'm not going to take it. And, yeah, we're gonna, and, and you're probably oh, not going right. to be happy that about happened. it. Let's just fast forward now right to that Now I know. Part. You're right. You yes. did. You asked me for advice. I told you what I thought you should do. Yeah. You didn't take any of my advice. Correct. And you haven't gotten the job. Well, nobody Shocking, has. Nobody's it? beaten me out just yet. But, but you I, haven't gotten it yet. No. I feel for you. I mean, do you have any insight on who's going to get that gig? Yeah, whoever I pick. So why don't you pick Big Mac? Because he doesn't listen to my advice. Oh, so because he didn't my listen downfall. to your advice, yeah. he's dead. He's That's done. That's why I think you may hear an announcement involving uh, Connor Green or Pop Boyle. <laughs> hey, Lugie, did I'd you apply for, for that job? He don't, I, like, he don't like the Yankees. I don't think the Yankees would want me on the post game no, show. That is correct. You're not a Yankee. Yeah, imagine yeah. him if the Yankee losses. Now he would just laugh. Think you have you to be don't a have to be fan. a Yankee fan, no. but you can't be a Yankee hater. Exactly. Right. That because I, and I wouldn't want that on my broadcast. Either. No, I, I totally I could get it. not do Nick's post game. I agree with that. That is a bad fit. So, Mr. Dolan, stop asking me. Okay, I'm not interested. No Nick's post game for me. Do you know that? If no, you're thank walking you. down the street, he wouldn't know who you are. We met recently, and he wouldn't know who he you are. He forgot already. <laughs> yes, he gave me permission to wear a he, Kevin Durant right. jersey while shooting a free throw he, at the garden. He called, oh wait, he called me over the weekend because <laughs> he's going to send uh, the show a holiday card, and they do it way in advance. They pre start preparing it, <laughs> and he goes, he goes. 
what's his name again? <laughs> and I go, first name? He goes, no. Don't you guys go by your last names? <laughs> you didn't want to know your first name. Uh, okay. Dear Cardin Roberts, happy Hanukkah. Well, guess what, Mr. Dolan? You got my check the other day for Nick playoff tickets. Oh, you did? You paid it? Of course I did. You are such a sucker. They didn't do a bad job with the pro... First of all, why am I a sucker? What happened? They didn't do a bad job with the prices. I was happy with that. They didn't raise them too much? Well, no, they raised them through each round, but I thought, like, the and first round is... you got to pay for the whole thing, right? No. Another great job by the Knicks. Oh, ne- they didn't make you buy the entire max package? Pay as they play. Oh, I respect Which that. is the That's greatest good. concept in sports. So, right now, we would, I mean, they're theoretically, they could be a play-in game. You had to buy one or two. There's two play-in games, potentially. So, how, if you don't mind me asking, mm-hmm. did you have to solely buy... Two games right now? I got the whole damn thing. Or did you have to buy the potential four games of a first They have round? not taken a dime from me. But they will once the games are official. Why, so, so you just put money on deposit or something? Yeah, like I ro- I, I sign the thing that they'll automatically oh, charge you. my the- credit card for the plan or the first round once it happens. But, like, it, they're not charging me. So you just me. had to commit that if they make it, you're going to buy the tickets. Yeah, guy, yeah, I yeah, you. yeah. I got you. I got yeah. you. But yeah. you don't have to prepay anything. No. And luckily, I mean, the finals are ridiculously expensive. But I really don't have anything to worry about there. So is that right? Yeah. Is that right? And and Brandon, same thing for the conference finals, if you're listening. I got nothing to worry about there. Hmm. But the first round, maybe the second round, we'll see. I do obviously have see, something I, to worry about. And by the way, I know what Evan wants. Outside of his own selfish desires for the Nets, who might be in the playing game, maybe not. Uh, what's, what he wants, and he won't he'll admit it because you're an honest guy. What's up? Evan is dying for a Nick Cav first round playoff so that he can go to the garden and cheer for Donovan oh, Mitchell. Oh, I love Donnie. He is dying. I mean, in fairness, he wants Donovan Jared Mitchell to take Allen, our heart. Karis LeVert, and my guy Don. Like, yeah. that's my team. Um, I'm, I'm, but I, I love those guys. I think I'm having Karis LeVert on next week. Excuse I me? I think the Cavs are in town next week, yeah? You're having Karis LeVert on? Yeah. You want to come by? Yeah, let me meet my Karis. All right, I'll introduce love you. Karis. Happy to do it. Good dude. When are they in town? Next week, I think? Uh, well, they're playing the Nets twice in a row, and yeah, that's so that in must two be weeks. Why, that must be it. Yeah, they're so actually doing weeks. a series. They're going to be yeah. here for like five days. Yeah. They play a Tuesday and a Thursday in Brooklyn. All right, so if you want to meet uh, Donovan Mitchell and Karis LeVert, uh, you just swing by. I'll Wait, Donovan's up. coming by? First of all, I, this is the first time I'm going to do this. I apologize. I will be upset if Donovan goes on your dopey TV show and not here, okay? <laughs> so way. fix that. I got nothing to do so with So fix it. that. Donnie comes I'm inviting here. you to come Donovan by. Mitchell, the face yeah. of Met fandom, yeah. comes here. You know what I'll do? And we talk you know, here's what I'll And do. we talk baseball. Here's what and I'll I do. become friends with him. Yeah. And he hangs out with me in 318. And there we go. Here's what I do. I'll have him record a video for you. Yo, oh, Rev, what's up? A video? Yeah. I had Antron Walker do this morning. <laughs> yeah. You want to hear Antron Walker's this morning? <laughs> well, this you video. love this because he's mocking Sixer fans. Oh, good. I like that. Yeah, my... Um, my father-in-law is a season ticket holder to the Sixers. So uh, I was with Antoine this morning, and he graciously agreed to do this. Walker, number eight, Boston Celtics. What's up? What's up, Jay? How you doing, man? I'm sorry for beating your Sixers back when Allen Iverson was the man. I know you probably don't remember when I eliminated them in the first round of the playoffs. <laughs> hey, Ed, can you record a video of me for Antoine? Watch this. Hey, Antoine, remember the 0-2 Eastern Conference Finals? You weren't dancing much then. And oh, by the way, the following year, when your asses got swept, Kenyon Martin says hi. Yeah, play him that video. <laughs> Thank you. I'll pass on that. Yeah. <laughs> so, yo, uh, Spider, can you do me a solid? Bring Spider in. You want to say hi to my boy? 
I love Donovan Mitchell. How do we all not love Donovan Mitchell? He is a very likable dude. He's a likable dude. Yeah. He should have been here. And he loves our teams, dude. He's a big Met and Jet fan. How awesome is that? I know he's a Jet fan. Is he's a true? Jet fan, yeah. Ask him. That's so I get the Mets because his pops worked for the Mets. How is he a Jet fan? Because Mets fans. Not, he's not a Cleveland Browns fan? Mets and Jet. A Cleveland Brown fan. Yeah, because he famously was one of those kids uh, in a Boys and Girls Club when LeBron made his announcement in Cleveland. Yeah. And he grew up but Craig, that's a Cleveland uh, Cavs fan. I, I, I want to be So really, why not be a Cleveland Brown fan? I want to explain this to you. Is that you not know? a fair question? Yeah, I'm going to explain it. And I really don't want to be a jerk and sound condescending. But I'm going to do well, it the best you, I can. Though. Okay. So the Knicks were pathetic. And so he wasn't going to waste his, his time rooting for that garbage franchise. So, so like a, a lot runner. of kids, he front ran with the Cavs. But at the time, Jets are in the playoffs every other year. The Mets are fun. Is that work for the Mets? I get much the easier. Mets. I don't get anything else about well, the Jets. Made the playoffs every other year. So he's a front runner. Well, I know they were they're oh. the local team. Yeah, but I mean, he's famously was at the announcement that LeBron. Well, made. I do think a lot of basketball fans root for stars, and LeBron yeah. James was a transcendent star. So mm-hmm. I could see that. That wasn't me, obviously, and it wasn't you. Right, we're but I can for teams see... that suck every year. Yes, yes. Oh, we're the kings of suckitude. <laughs> but I understand other kids who did that. I do. Uh, you know what? It's a generational thing. Well, it's a part of why, and I, I really mean this, the Knicks are an incredibly popular team in this town, but they are not nearly as popular as they were 30 years ago because I do think you lost a part of the last generation. I think there's a part of the last generation that ate, didn't watch basketball because they were so bad they didn't or watch rooted for other teams. Or they became your fans. Warrior own. fans. Yeah. yeah. Especially Warrior fans. Yes. I'm with you on that. That's the example I'd use. Yeah, that's a fair one. Here's uh, Jeff and Howard Beach on the fan. JJ, what's good, buddy? Hey, how you doing, guys? Hey, I don't know if you remember. I'm the guy who actually asked you about Jerry uh, Ferrara's name on the show. An entourage. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't know if you remember. You said it was Sal and you got it right. Yes. Oh, yeah. His first name is actual when was name that on the show. Yeah, yeah. That was a while ago. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was funny that you had had him on while I was on hold. And if you're still listening, hey, I'm a kid from Howard Beach, but I promise you, I got a story to tell. But Craig, can you settle a wager for me and my friend, please? I know you don't gamble, but you just yep. gotta settle it. Go. All right. It's a what better? What's a better movie out there? And I know you saw one of them. I don't know if you saw the other one. What's a better movie? Ready? Yeah. The war. The Warriors. Yeah. Or the Wanderers. Wanderers. Very good. That's what I said. Yeah. Okay. You, now, you just want me to- because the whole thing with the Warriors really comes down to that last scene when they're getting off the subway and they go, Warriors, come out and play. But the Wanderer, the Wanderer was captivating throughout. The kid's relationship with his his uh, douchebag dad. You know, oh, yeah. Being- and at the end? Then when the end with the Ducky Boys, yes. when the Ducky Boys come to the football game, that was the best scene. I and then, was watching it the other day. Right, That's you've got the uh, like the West Side Story t- style brawl on the football field, oh, and the yeah, dad's out there clocking dudes, and then he gets <laughs> yeah. dropped, and the idiot yeah, winds up uh, getting his head shaved and joining the army. Great yeah. movie, yeah. yeah. Okay, you agreed with me, but now I got to get to my Jet point, if you don't mind. Of course. All right, I know the Jet fans aren't going to like this, but I just got to ask, goddamn man. I'm tired of hearing that. I'm a Dolphins fan. I know you guys ain't going to like it's me. All good. Whatever. All right. But I'm tired of hearing that the Jets got such a great defense. The Jets played some of the worst quarterbacks last year besides Josh Allen. True. So besides Source Garner, I want to know how good this defense is. Well, first really of all, is. how could you say besides Josh Allen? They played him twice, <laughs> and they held him to 20 points and 17 points. Is that good? 
but they also played Skylar Thompson twice. I know, no, 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 no. I get that. They played a lot of bad teams. I totally agree with you. But let's focus on that. They're in a division with Josh Allen. They played him twice. You tried to just move it away like, ah, they did that. They allowed 17 points, and they allowed 20 points. Is that good? It is good, but oh, like, it's like okay. you're saying it's such a great defense. You guys play some suspect quarterbacks. Yeah, but when they played an elite quarterback, I'm sorry to keep you going back played, to this. But you only played one. You Josh can't Allen. control you your schedule. But when they I played them, they that. played well. Like, if Josh Allen schooled them, I think you'd, be, you'd have a much better point. I'd say, yeah, you're right. But when they played, good, like, they played Trevor Lawrence and the Jaguars, they held him to 19. Does that matter, or do we throw that out because it was raining? Well, how about when they actually had to stop him? Did they stop him? And how no, about but they, they had but to they stop scored the from making the playoffs. They, they scored. Even, they, they, bro, they gave up nine points to the job. Dolphins in Week 18. Like that. W- Here's the critique of the Jet defense. That's fair game, and you didn't bring it up. I'll do it for Turnovers. you. They couldn't force a damn turnover, and it was infuriating. Yeah. But to pick on who they beat and then just brush aside the good offenses they did well against is not being fair. Like, obviously, I acknowledge they didn't face the list of dominant quarterbacks. Like, you're right. But what about when they did face good quarterbacks? What about when they did do a good job against Trevor Lawrence? What about when they did do a good job against Josh Allen? So, what are you trying to say? The Jet defense is bad? It's not. It didn't play as well down the stretch because they failed to force turnovers. But their defense for... The most part of this season, for the most part of this season, was pretty damn good, and I expect it to get better. It's going to get better because they're going to be more mature and understand how to play football better. You're talking about a very young defense, right? You have yeah. shut down cornerbacks. Uh, and we, by the way, it's not a perfect defense. We were brutal against the run in a lot of games. Sure. Uh, that being said, a lot of teams are. Quinn and Williams looks like a, you know, top defensive tackle in the sport. He had 12 sacks. Think, like, he, hold, think he holds out? No. You know, I think they're going to get a deal done with him because I like think that just Joe, right after the draft, post draft. Yeah, I think that Joe Douglas has, you know, obviously made a tough decision on Jamal Adams, which turned out to be the right one, no question about it. But I think with Quinn and Williams at 25 years old, coming off the year he's coming off of, he knows if they want to compete, you have to have these guys continue to be on this roster long term. And so I think they'll get a deal done with Quinn. So I believe I got one of my biggest sports wishes ever come came true today. Although it's, it seems like it's a, there's a little small semantic debate going on about it, so I apologize if this is not official official, but I've been asking for this day for over a decade, but with the uh, the loss in the first round of the ACC tournament today, uh, it looks like Jim Beheim is done at Syracuse. Now, he was asked about it after the game today in the typical douchey Jim douche Beheim manner, He's like, uh, that's not up to me. And they're like, he goes, I told you guys at the ceremony, they had the 20th anniversary of the championship team, Ev, mm-hmm. uh, the Carmelo Anthony freshman uh, title from back in 0203. Uh, and he was like, yeah, I told you guys then on Saturday yeah. that uh, it was over. And they're like, no, you didn't. He goes, yeah, I did, kind of. And they go, well, are you done? He goes, uh, you're asking the wrong guy. It's just a douche. Do you want to hear the audio of it? Do you have it? Yeah. yeah it's Jim but... Beheim sort of telling us he's retiring, sort of calling us idiots, and sort of saying he's not retiring. Go. You tell me. Please stand by. Oh, come on. <laughs> oh, but, uh, there we go. I've just been lucky to be able to coach this long. I, I think you missed it. <clears throat> well, I gave my retirement speech on the court last Saturday, and I gave it in the press conference afterwards, and nobody... 
except William Payne figured it out. You're going to retire? This is up to the university. You, you want to come back? I didn't say that. <laughs> uh, okay, but, so what are you saying? You're not saying you're retiring, but you're not I just saying- said it. I don't know. So you don't know. Okay. I said this is up to the university. What? And you, you're not sure whether you're, when will you, when will, how will you make a determination about when you will come back? You're talking to the wrong guy. But you're the guy. <laughs> but, uh, what was that? I mean, that is the most convoluted. You can't even go out with any dignity or class because you're just a big fat douche. Why don't you just retire? Oh, he claims he did. Well, but then say it again and say, look, I had a great run. I had a great time. I'm done. I'll make this easy for the university. I'm out. I watched the game on Saturday. Uh, I saw a number of the uh, stars like Carmelo and Akeem Warwick and the guys that were on the team, Jerry McNamara, uh, that came back to be honored. Uh, deservedly so, 20 mm-hmm. years you know, since they won his only title. And uh, I didn't see the entire post-game ceremony and speeches, but he didn't retire. And he goes, only one guy figured it out. What, are we playing games here? And when the gal asked him the question, answer it. Are you retiring? Well, he's asked the university, do you want to retire? You're asking the wrong guy. But we're talking about you. I don't like what he's doing to the university. Like he's oh, putting he's it on them. University for twenty years, but he's Evan. putting it on them. He's basically saying, "Hey, if I'm not here, it's their fault. Why don't you just retire? Uh, if you claimed you announced your retirement, Ugh. so happy we're done with him." Really well, I, are you mostly happy because the team hasn't been good in a couple of years? Like they haven't uh, been good. I'm he's not a good coach anymore. I'm happy because a the team uh, isn't any good anymore, and b he's a lighter version of Joe Paterno who had an assistant coach that was uh, allegedly uh, molesting people. Is that the Bernie and, Fine yeah, story? and did nothing about it. So, yeah. And I'm very consistent on that one across the board. Yeah. So there you go on that one. I get it. And you. we just sat back and said, oh, it's okay. Oh, he dude, he's got completely claimed, away with it, right? He claimed he didn't know. So if he says he didn't know, we got to bring him back. We embarrassed ourselves 20 years ago with that, 15 the, years ago. And the truth that. is, the yeah. only reason that Syracuse fans have now turned on him is based on the results of the last yeah. two years. That's, That's nothing why to do with I'm, any of that. I'm so ahead of that curve, it's embarrassing. Yeah, you've hated him for a while. Yeah. Matter of fact, I used to be on the board of the Newhouse School. Mm-hmm. And then when they decided to bring him back, I left that position. What year was that? Like, when was that going down? I mean, I think it came to light, obviously, after it happened. Right. But I want to say maybe, like, 2012-ish? Yeah. Ballpark about 10 years ago, maybe? Right. And uh, I I won't say who, but someone at Syracuse, they reached out to me. Because at the time, when you know, being mornings here at the fan, you had Ian Eagle, who's a year ahead of me, Mike Tirico, who's four years ahead of me, uh, and myself, as far as guys who had reached the level of success in broadcasting, either on a national level or in a major market like New York, and we all played a role. I can't speak to Ian. I know Mike did. A very active role as alumni of Syracuse with the Newhouse School and with the student radio stations. And because of that, somebody reached out to me when I went on the air and buried Bayheim and uh, said he should be fired immediately, blah, 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 and all the nonsense, and asked me if I would retract it. And I said, absolutely not. Then I was asked if I would get on a call with Jim Bayheim and discuss with him, the AD, and a number of other people at the school why, as a you know, 
voice with a big platform in New York on WFAN and nationally on the uh, TV simulcast, you know, me ripping the head coach of my alma mater wasn't a good look. And I said, I'm glad to have a conference call with you guys or meet in person in the city because Syracuse has like an adjunct campus here in conjunction with NYU or did at least back in the day uh, or meet in person. I said, I'll gladly sit and meet, but I want to be clear I'm not changing my stance. They on. wanted you to bend the knee to him, though. Yeah. That meeting wasn't going to be about you explaining your side. It was going to be you saying, I'm so sorry, Mr. Yeah. Man. And I was basically like, you got the wrong guy. And if that means I can't be on the board or it's not comfortable for people, I'll withdraw from it. And long story short, bye-bye. Yeah. I've I've been an anti-BAM guy for a long time. Because what happened there was disgusting. That's all. And, and he, and it wasn't it was his guy. And he wasn't held accountable for it at all. Not only that. It's like went, forgotten he, about now. Not only that, he went after some of the victims. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And uh, now one of the victims was a little fugazi, to be fair. Right. Uh, but the others were not. And he went after all of them. And I'm like, you had a choice to make. You go after people who have a pretty disgusting story of what happened to them. Uh, or you go after the guy that did it. Right. And I know he had a 30-year relationship with him. I get that part of it. But uh-uh. When his so, legacy is written after his forced retirement, whenever that occurs, and like people talk about his they legacy, will not even bring it up. It will be like a blip. It may be brought up like a blip, don't you think? Nope. How about the fact he also got into that uh, where he hit somebody he a couple somebody. years ago? Yeah. Now he was not at fault, but it was a snowstorm of rain. Coming back after the game, he was not drinking. I want to be very clear about that. And there was a, a car that had broken down. And the person driving the car had gotten out of the car and was walking, unfortunately, on the roadside of the car, I guess, to look at a, a blown-out tire or something like that. And Bayheim never saw him, hit him, and the person died. Now, he was absolved of any actual malice or wrongdoing, and it's just a sad story that someone died. But just to show you the, the hubris of Jim Bayheim, the next night, or the two nights later, but within a very close amount of time to when this horrendous accident happened in which a human being lost their life. He coached. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. And they were like, maybe take one game off. Yeah. Show a little respect for the family that's grieving. Uh Uh-uh. He was there. Yeah, it showed you just a lack of, it was basically tone deaf. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jinx. Jinx, I said it. Sorry, I got to say your full name. I forgot his middle name. Do we remember Craig's middle name? Craig's middle name to unjinx him? Harris. It's Harris. So I'd have to say Craig and then Bloop and then Carton. Why would you un- know that? Oh, you just you just why, broke the jinx. Why, you, said, uh, you said my name. No, I didn't. Now I'll say it. Don't you? Craig Harris Carton. Why, why would you know my middle name? Why would I not know that? You've said it on the air. We've worked I've together. I've never said my middle we, name on We've the worked air. together for like a decade you. now, Craig, give or take. He's kind of obsessed on and off. with you. You've said your middle name. I... Did you, did you know my middle name, Big Mac? If it makes you feel better, no. I have Big Mac doesn't know his own middle name. name half I know what my name is. I don't know any of your middle names. Well, no, I, 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 I think I have decent relationships like, There's a part of me that likes the fact that he cares that much, mm-hmm. and there's a part of me that finds it a little strange. You said it on the air of a good memory. I'm looking out for you, too. I know. <laughs> or maybe I'm looking uh, you know, at you. You never know. Or he's looking to steal your identity. Mm. That's happened. Do you know know, sign for uh, various deliveries? Do you know any of their middle names or my middle name by chance? No. Big Mac. Do you know? I don't even know his first name. (laughs) I call him Big. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, 
that's funny because it's true. Two and a half years of like, <laughs> He's in my photos, Big Mac. <laughs> Me too. I got Loogie in my photos. Loogie and yeah. Big Mac in my phone is Big Mac. Yep. <laughs> you is very official. It's Craig Carton New. There you go. I know because you had my old number. I had your old number, yeah. So yeah, did you not even text me. When he invited yeah. me to the uh, live thing at uh, Eagle River uh, Arena, whatever it is, in Jersey City. Yeah. And you took 48 hours to respond? Well, I didn't get the, I didn't get the text message because it wasn't to my number. Yeah, but once I gave him your correct number... It still took you 48 well, hours. Well, then I, I responded the next time I checked my phone, which happened to me two days later. <laughs> in the middle of the day on a Saturday. Yeah, yeah. By the way, you know who gave me this hat? What does that hat say? It says Heisman on it. Okay, so it's some celebrity. Charlie Ward. Not, by the way, not, not the worst guest. Thank you. Yeah. he gave The person that gave me this hat gave me this hat and gave me a package to take home. Package to take home. Yeah. And... Uh, I'll just leave it at that. Kevin Dillon. No. Because we're naming stars of Hunter Rogers the last couple <laughs> Ricky hours, Williams. So. No. Who? Ricky Williams. My man Pots and Pants. Really? Yes. Wait, you is couldn't, that, you is, couldn't tell the sarcastic in the package. How do you spell Heisman? Oh. Yeah. So it's it's related <laughs> and to And then he gave yeah. him a special package yeah, to take home. a special package to take home. <laughs> now it all makes yeah. sense. Yes. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.